0: The views information or opinions expressed during this podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of clean coders and its employees hey everybody welcome back to another episode of this podcast um i had an hour and a half free up on me because i had a guest not show up so I'm going to record this. We're going to release it on probably the feed of this show, which is Adventures in Machine Learning. Um, But I'm also probably going to put it out on a couple of other podcast feeds where we have a couple of openings for hosts. Uh, So if you're getting this, um, it's either a filler episode because we didn't record an episode, or um, email me, c m a x w at devchat.tv and let me know if you want to be a host on this show because um we do have a couple of shows that need hosts one of them is adventures in machine learning as i record this another one's uh, adventures in angular i probably i probably anticipate this going out on both feeds next week hey you know how your ops team keeps a pile of scripts and wiki documents explaining how to perform those routine and emergency tasks to keep your applications running they might call them runbooks or playbooks. Our friends at Octopus Deploy were thinking, DevOps is about collaboration, so doesn't it make sense for runbooks to be automated from the same place as deployments? Well, Octopus Deploy is now the first deployment tool with native runbook support. And the best thing is your runbooks can share configuration settings and automation steps with your deployments. So go find out more at octopus.com. Anyway, so let's talk. Basically, it's it's been kind of an... It, interesting what year year and a half i feel like i've i've grown a ton not necessarily the most pleasant way to grow um you know gone through some tough stuff um some of it related to covid some of it related to other stuff but at the end of the day i've really been thinking about where i want to take things with devchat.tv and you know we we've kind of got the sponsorship stuff coming together again but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's really the way that I want to support this network, right? I mean, if people want to advertise on it, and they're companies that I think will help people, I'll take the advertising, right? But, but I feel like there's something else that I need to be doing. And uh, to be perfectly honest, it's been interesting talking to people because I've, and, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit round about how I got there. But yeah, I, I really want to start helping people more one-on-one, right? So that, that looks a whole lot more like coaching. Uh, it also looks a lot like, um, mastermind groups is kind of where I'm, I'm leaning right now. Um, I want to create a community where people can come and be part of the community without worrying about all of the insane stuff that's going on sometimes out there in the wider community. Uh, and so that's that's where I'm looking, right, is how do we create this place where people can come and be a part of us without worrying about essentially what I'm just going to kind of deem the the um, dumpster fire that is sometimes flaring up out there. So, yeah. So anyway, so I started thinking about this. And what's interesting is, is uh, as I was thinking about it, my friend Manny uh, Vea, who he anyway, he's been helping me a whole bunch with this. He brought up the idea of putting together a mastermind group where we help people build their careers with podcasts. And I was like, well, dang, that sounds like a great idea. And it's it's right up the alley of what I want to do anyway. Right. I want to help people build their careers. I want to help people build the life and lifestyle that they want. And you know, I, I want to get to know the people that I'm helping, right? I want to actually be able to make a major impact because I feel like um, helping people through the podcast is kind of a game of inches and feet, right, or centimeters and, and meters, instead of um, miles, right? And so I want to be able to push people into making drastic growth types of, of changes in their in their careers, and I feel like I'm limited to that. In the podcast, because I can give you the steps and I can kind of encourage you to take some steps. But it's steps, right? And I want to be able to just tell people, look, we're going to sprint this part, right? You're going to get way ahead, right? But I, I tend to think that those opportunities come in. In the one-on-one steps, right, and 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 helping people get there, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to help people with their careers, and you know, the thing that opened all the doors for me was podcasting, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna help them open the podcasting door, and it was really funny because I put out a link, and you can still go there, devchat.tv/slash next level, and you know, I'll talk to you about where you're at and where you want to go and how we can get you there. But what I realized after talking to one person um, on one of those calls was that. He's looking to go from like kind of the senior contributor dev in his in his job to going out on his own and building his own SaaS product. And in the meantime, he just kind of wants to level up so that he's kind of the top dog on his development team, which is awesome, right? And, and I can help him do that. But I realized that I, I wasn't that excited about it, right? The SaaS thing is, excites me more, right? But... The being the top dog at work, just you know, I'm not thrilled by doing that. I mean, I feel like I can help a whole bunch of people get there, but the, I, I guess the uh, the thing is, is that you know, where's the impact there, right? If I help somebody level up to the point where they're the top dog on their team, then there there's not a huge impact there, right? It, it impacts one person, and and one one person matters, right? I'm not saying that it doesn't, but what I realized was that what I really want to do is I want to help people become influencers in the tech community and and help them you know, achieve sort of those things, right? That we're talking about where, with this one particular guy where he wants to be the top dog on his team. But at the same time, I want to help them also make a positive impact in the community, right? And you can do both. And if he's going to grow his career through podcasting, he probably will wind up doing some of that anyway. But I want people who really do want to make that impact, that want to be that kind of an influencer, right? And so, as I was thinking about it, I realized, yeah, you know, how how do we get there, right? And the other thing that happened that really cemented this for me was that I see other people that have sort of the outcomes that I want to help people get, right? And so I'm talking about people like Kenzie Dodds, who's a friend of mine. Um, you've got like DHH. For in the Ruby on Rails community, created Rails. Henry Zhu uh, manages the Babel JS project and is one of the primary contributors there. Um, Isaac Schluter created NPM, uh, maintained Node for a while. Uh, you know, you've got all these people that you know. Uh, Dan Abramoff for, he created Redux. Anyway, you've got all these people that you know. They're they're out there and they're doing this awesome stuff. They're doing all this work in the community, but then they also have all these opportunities to step forward and make the life they want, but they also have all these opportunities to to make a positive impact on the community. And I was just thinking, how how do I get people there, right? How do I get people up to that level, right? Not necessarily in open source contributions necessarily. I mean, it could be in other areas. I mean, for me, it's podcasting, right? People know who I am because I talk. <laughs> I talk a lot, but I talk about the stuff that's going to help them move ahead, right? And and the other thing is, is that I've seen some things in the community that very, very deeply concern me. And so I want to bring people into the, the discussion and have them be part of the community's wider discussion that are going to influence things in a positive way, right? We're going to push things forward in ways that actually um, encourage people to help each other and Lift each other up, and don't go out there after other people because they don't agree with you on something that has nothing to do with the tech community or people's careers or anything like that. And the other thing is, is I see so many people out there, so many companies out there trying to hire developers that are qualified. That I want to increase the number of voices and the amount of content out there so that people will be qualified to get those jobs, and we can bring in as many people as we want or need in order to fill that right. And so that's that's kind of the the focus that I have for this. And as I've been thinking about this, I'm like, all right, so how do I teach people, long preamble, sorry, how do I teach people to become a development influencer, right? How, how do I teach people to become a developer influencer and to start making the inroads that they want to make? And I started thinking about it and I, the, the first thing that I thought about was just help people understand what the benefits are, right? Help people understand how podcasting really has impacted my career. So right now, I do have a full-time job. Uh, I took it when the sponsorship money kind of dried up before it started to come back, right? For these different uh, shows, right? And so um, I've got this full-time job and I'm, I'm one of the primary Rails developer contributors to what we do, right? But how did I get there? Well, a lot of it has to do with the podcasting, right? In fact, uh, the interview, and I've told this a few times, the interview, I showed up and they told me they liked my podcast and basically asked me when I could start. We sat there and chatted for a half hour about whatever. I don't even remember what we talked about. But, you know, overall, they already knew that I was qualified because they'd heard me talking about this stuff for years and years and years, right? And so I was able to get that job. And I feel like I have contributed at a level, my boss keeps telling me this anyway, that they're delighted to have me around because of the level of contribution that I offer. And so at the end of the day, what we're looking at is, you know, that's just one thing, right? I have a ton of social proof. DevChat.TV has produced over 3,200 podcast episodes, right? I don't know very many other people who have produced that many shows. I could probably name them on one hand, right? The other thing that happened early on in my career so when we started Ruby Rogues, I had been professionally programming for about four or five years, okay? And I, I started um, Rails Coach. Before that, I started Rails Coach in 2008. I'd been programming for about two years, okay, professionally. And what I found was that if I got people on who were experts in stuff that I wanted to learn, I could just talk to them and they would just teach me, right? And they felt good because they were sharing their expertise on a podcast. They looked good for coming on the podcast. I mean, it was, it was a net win-win. I mean, it was very positive for them, but I basically got to ask all the questions that I had about whatever it was that they were going to talk to us about. And I would get one-on-one coaching for free from people like James Edward Gray and Greg Pollack, right? And DHH, DHH was episode 50 of my first show, right? So I'd been doing it for about a year. Um, I went sat next to him at RailsConf and uh, sucked up a whole bunch of courage and said, you want to come on my podcast? And he said, sure. So we set it up, right? And, you know, he doesn't come on Ruby Rogues every time that I email him to come on, but he generally is willing to come on once a year or twice a year, right? And so I'll email him periodically and say, hey, you want to come on? He's like, sure. And so then, you know, we get on and we ask him questions and chat with him and stuff like that. I mean, he's a busy dude, so... Sometimes it just doesn't work, but usually he'll tell me when he's free, when he's willing to come on and we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Right. And so uh, I've kind of been able to grow from associating with high level developers. And then once we started Ruby Rogues, I was growing every week. I mean, tons, I didn't even realize after the first, probably 20 or 30 episodes, I realized that I had become a much, much better developer. And the reason was, was because I was talking to James and Peter and Aaron and, Uh, Josh and Avdi and uh, David and you know I was just I was growing a ton and I was having a a really really positive experience learning this stuff from these developers that were way ahead of me right in their careers and, and understood Ruby at a level that I didn't right and so I got a lot of training on how the top echelon of developers in the Ruby community thought about Ruby, right? And it's like, oh, okay. So if I think about this being structured this way, then all of a sudden it opens up these possibilities for me to program things in that way, right? And do things that I had never considered before. And so it opened up all of those opportunities and all of those options for me. And all I had to do was not be afraid to ask my questions if they were basic, right? And sometimes I was the expert too, right? Sometimes I'd gone and explored something that they hadn't. But most of the time, the vast majority of the time, I was learning and I was learning quickly, right? Same thing with JavaScript Jabber. When we started that, all of a sudden I was leveling up on JavaScript. Um, you know, I can speak intelligently about Angular, right? I don't do it day in and day out, but I can speak intelligently about it, right? I'm a little out of date on iOS development because I haven't been on that show in forever, right? But at the same time, it, it op- opened up all these opportunities for me. The other thing is, is I got to connect with all these people when they were guests on the show. And so a lot of them, I email them with a question or a request, and they're totally willing to help me out, right? And so I have all these connections to all these people in the community, and I can pull things together like summits. I can get them to just jump on a call and give me feedback. Um, and, and it's been a really, really positive thing right? And so there are all these benefits that come out of being an influencer. But even if you're just looking at it as an opportunity to get the job you want, holy cow. I mean, I, I show up and I have an instant cred, right? And so they just hired me. They didn't interview me. They just hired me, right? And, and that's what I'm aiming at is that if, if you're looking at wanting to create opportunities out there, then go do it. And you can do it through podcasting or blogging i've done a bunch of blogging too blogging is is pretty good too um my friend john sonmez he actually got hired i think it was his last full-time job but he got hired at that job because he'd been blogging on simple programmer somebody came across his stuff over and over and over again right and then just called him up and offered him a job out of the blue right you seem to know what you're talking about do you want to come work for us well sure right got a raise so blogging works, right? YouTube works, right? You can, you can put all kinds of stuff out there. Um, there. There are so many options out there for just being a developer influencer. And then, like I said, then we can pull together and have this positive impact on the community where we're encouraging people to go help each other out and push each other forward. And that that was something that we saw a lot in the different communities that that I've been a part of is that it seems like for a while in a lot of them, they were very focused on making it welcoming to everybody, and some of them still do to a certain degree. But even the ones that really did it well, um, I'm thinking specifically of the Ruby community for a long time and the JavaScript community for a long time. I see a lot of this kind of in the Elixir community at this point, right? Is that they're they're completely welcoming to people, right? The the Ruby community and the and the Angular community, though, I, I'm starting to see elements of intolerance start to creep in, right? And it's not major and most people are still welcoming and happy to have people in. But, you know, there are people in there that, you know, ostracize other people, ostracize other influencers, right? So they'll both be speaking at the same conference and they hate each other. So, you know, when it comes right down to it, I, you know, I want to pull people together. I don't want to push people apart. And so I want to create this this uh, kind of alliance of influencers where we're in this and going, okay, who needs our help? How do we do this, right? How do, we, how do we talk in a way that fosters this um, community focus on bringing people into and up within our communities? And so that's, that's kind of where my focus is. But the other thing is, is that I really do want to create these opportunities for these influencers. And so that's that's kind of where I'm coming from with this. So, so how do we do this, right? How do we create or become developer influencers? How do we become influencers within the development community? Well, I'll tell you that for me, the thing that initially set it off was just doing a podcast every week, right? And I would reach out to people and ask them if they wanted to come on my show. But if I didn't have anybody, I'd just talk about what I was learning, right? And so I'd be like, oh, I learned you can do blah, blah, blah with Rails controllers, right? I learned you can do blah 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 with Ruby classes. And I would just talk about it for 15, 20 minutes, right? Instead of an interview. And man, I mean, again, you want to learn something? Get up and try and talk about it. Right. I mean, it really, it really pushed me, pushed me forward. And what's interesting is, is as I did that, I was also simultaneously running a screencast series series called Teach Me to Code. Um, I found opportunities, right? I'd go to the conferences and I knew most of the speakers. I remember one time I was looking at going to uh, I think it was RubyConf in uh, New Orleans and I could afford the airfare, or maybe maybe he paid for that too. I don't remember for sure, but I do remember I couldn't afford the hotel, right? Um, and RubyConf gave me a ticket, <laughs> like they just gave me a ticket, right? All I had to do was make my way down there i could i could pay for the food but somebody who was watching teaching me to code just out of the blue paid my ticket right and i was able to go down and you know rub shoulders with people and have a good experience and things like that right and and that increased my opportunities again right and so then i'd have some people that i met at the conference on the show right and it anyway so it was this virtuous cycle right because more people knew who I was, and so I was able to open the doors. And so um, what you wind up doing as an influencer is you wind up speaking at conferences, you wind up uh, doing the podcast, but you just keep showing up, right? That That's the real key is just to keep showing up. Now, when I talk to people about this, a lot of these folks, they look at me and they go, Chuck, I don't think I could do more than 10 episodes. I just don't know what I'd talk about after that. And there are definitely some tricks to that, right? There are some, some ways that you can... Um figure that out. But most people, I just, I'm just like, look, just sit down and list out anything you think you would possibly talk about, you know, and and don't don't overthink it, right? So if it's if it's something that you think, you know, you only have five minutes of content in you for, just write it down anyway, right? You can go and you can cross stuff off later, but just get the flow going, right? And they'll list a hundred things, a hundred things they could talk about. And they'll probably have 20 or 30 of those where they're like, I don't think I could make a full episode out of that. And my experience has been I've said that before, right? It's like this is a 20-minute topic. And an hour later, we're still going. Right. It's like, wow, I didn't know there was so much depth, depth to this, right? But but it's it's kind of the way it is, right? Um you know, you you get out there on social media, right? And you you share what you're learning, you share what you're teaching, you share your your process. And what's interesting is is that eventually what winds up happening, or at least what happened for me, was that as I started putting this stuff together and growing and 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 pushing this stuff forward, I was able to actually um start coming up with my own stuff, right? So before it would be, oh, I'm talking about this library that somebody else created. Hey folks, I'm talking about um, this technique that somebody came up with for writing Ruby classes or whatever, right? Hey folks, you know, I'm exploring this algorithm for this thing. And what would happen was as time has gone on, I've gotten more and more focused on like my methodology of doing things right because because i'll i'll kind of pull a little bit from here and a little bit from there right so it's not all my original ideas but it's my original framework right it's my original way of cobbling it all together so that it makes sense and so that we can grow it into you know grow whatever right and so i've kind of created this for the influencer right and so it's okay here's how you create a podcast right um, I'm going to pull in some friends of mine and and provide some resources for blogging and YouTube, right, uh, for this, right? So we can put people out there on all the platforms, right? Here's how you use social media. And right now I'm exploring a couple of social media options. I just barely installed TikTok on my phone because Jen Looper was talking about it on Twitter. And I was like, TikTok, really? I mean, isn't that the app where you have uh, 15-year-olds showing off dance moves on, I mean, you know, not not a major draw for me, okay? Yeah, you know, 15-year-olds doing dance moves is just not, not my thing, okay? But apparently, Scott Hanselman and a few other people are out there on TikTok on a regular basis doing code stuff. I'm like, oh, well, I got to see this, right? I got to check it out and see what's out there, right? Are you stuck in your software development career trying to figure out how to move to the next stage? Let me help. I'm starting a program to help developers move up in their careers using proven techniques and by starting a podcast in order to advance. Right now, I'm only scheduling calls to see where you're at, where you want to go, and how we can get you there. There's no sales involved, and you can schedule that call at devchat.tv slash next level. Instagram's another one that I've started getting into, right? Um, I've been on Instagram for a while. Um, I kind of uh, uh, wax and wane. I come and go on Instagram, right? But, uh, you know, Twitter's kind of the same thing. But I've started to pick up tools for how to be more consistent on it, right? Um, You know, I'm doing audiograms or I'm training my team to do audiograms now, Um, right? And how to hire a team, right? Because I found an audio editor that does my video and my audio and he doesn't cost an arm and a leg, right? And so I can teach you how to hire those people, right? So I've got this framework here's how you set up your website i'm i'm experimenting with that right i i kind of got something that worked and then i'm like all right i'm going to tweak this or some of it i'm just going to out and out change right um you know so my 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 framework is evolving but at the same time you know i'm starting to see this this is the same thing with my development practices right so um i'm starting to get into docker i'm starting to get into some of these other tools not because they're cool or popular or kind of the way things are, you know, people are thinking about things, but because they legitimately solve problems for me, right? And so I have a framework for pulling some of this stuff together, right? And and so I'm looking at that kind of a thing, right? But I've got this framework now for becoming a developer influencer, right? Here's how you reach out to people. Here's how you determine what guests to get on your show. Here's how you find topics, right? that are timely and and relevant, right? Here's how you uh, conduct interviews. Here's how you publish episodes. Here's how you promote them on social media. Here's how, right, all of this stuff, right? And then at the end of the day, and some of it's gonna change, you know, based on what you're looking for, right? Because some people want recognition. Some people want more money. Some people want a better job. Some people just want more freedom in their life to go hang out with their kids, right? And so whatever you're looking for, you know, we can kind of tailor it toward that. Right. And it's like, you know, so if you're looking for more time with your kids, you know, you're probably going to try and parlay this into a job that you really enjoy, but also gives you the kind of freedom that you're looking for. Or maybe you're parlay it into being a freelancer, right, where you can take a month off every year, or you'll parlay it into growing a SaaS product that developers need. Right. And so you'll have this frantic level of work for a year or two. And then you'll be able to back off it some because it's making enough money for you to pay other people to do the stuff that takes up all the time and it's profitable enough to where you can go hang out with your kids, right? Or, I mean, whatever. But that's what I'm looking at. And I've got got all these frameworks for all this stuff and I just want to provide it to people and go, all right, here's the framework for content creation, right? Here's the framework for um, building an audience. Here's the framework for, right? And I've talked to experts in all of these areas, including how to grow and and monetize and all this other stuff, um, media. And so I'm working on mastering some of it myself, but I've got the answers, right? And I'm, and I'm constantly learning new and better ways to do it. But what I've got works. So what I'm looking at now is how to become a dev uh, influencer. And so... Um, I'm just going to kind of give you the big, broad strokes of this, like the big points on how to become uh, an influencer. And then we'll just kind of uh, wrap up, right? Because I don't have time to go into all of it. And to be honest, I'm putting together the DevRev, which is going to be on both YouTube and on podcast, And I'm going to be talking about all this over there, right? Initially, DevRev was how do you build the career you want, right? And so the first seven episodes, I talk about some of that stuff. But a lot of it is part of my framework for building a podcast and building influence. So um, at the end of the day, that's what I'm looking at. If you if you want to become an influencer, go to devchat.tv slash next level and uh, we'll just jump on a call and we'll talk about what you want to do, right? I mean, at this point, I don't have anything for sale. So I'm not gonna pitch you at the end of the call or anything, but I do wanna talk to you about what you're looking for, uh, talk to you about what outcomes you want, talk to you about what you're thinking about, worried about and care about, because that helps me actually formulate this in a way that will get you what you want. And it also gives me a better way to talk to people who are out there who I didn't quite use the language that they would use, and therefore they don't identify with this as much, right? So it helps me too. Um, but yeah, just think of it as like a 20-minute coaching call for free. Anyway, so here are the broad strokes. The first thing you need to know is what you want to do, right? What, what outcomes are you looking for, right? Right. So we talked a little bit about this, you know, is it a lifestyle thing where you just, you know, you want to travel the world, right? I mean, I really enjoyed that 2019. I probably went to 20 or so conferences, right? I mean, I was all over the U.S. and met a ton of people. And I I mean, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, It was hard on my wife, right? So probably not going to do it again to that degree. But I think if I went to a conference every quarter, I mean, that'd be good, right? Um, we're also seeing a lot more virtual events with COVID-19. So that's also an option, right? Um, a little harder to connect with people there, but I have ideas anyway. So, um, you know, is it that, is it, is it travel? Is it, I want to make a certain amount of money. Is it, I you know, I want to write a book. And so I want to be able to promote the book, right. By using some kind of media. Um, I interviewed a guy named Vinny Tortorich who wrote a book, Fitness Confidential. And um, he was talking to somebody about promoting his book. They told him to start a podcast and it's probably one of the more popular podcasts out there. He gets over a million downloads every month, right? He he puts out like five shows a week. So that's part of that number, but it's still an impressive number. So is that it, right? You want to write a book? You want to write a a best-selling book? Are you looking at just, you know, maybe you just see some group of people that just need your help, right? Um, oh, there's nobody out there talking to the machine learning person who does X, Y, and Z, right? Or um, nobody speaking to this particular issue in the programming community at large, right? And anything like that, right? We're actually starting a women in tech show, right? And you know, I had specific ideas about what I wanted that to be or not, I wanted it not to be, was more like it, right? And, and they agreed, they had a similar vision to mine and so we're pulling it together, right? Um, and, and they see that as an opportunity to show women in development what they can do and where they can be. And, and it's, it's, it's going to be very, very inspirational. And I think that's, that's what we need. Right. And so that's what they're doing. You know, you want to be speaking at conferences or are you just looking for recognition? Cause I mean, that's not a bad thing. Incidentally, speaking to some of this, I mean, when I started podcasting, initially, I just i wanted to level up right it was it was very self-centered and i wanted to i wanted the recognition and i wanted to connect with all these gurus right and then as we kind of got into ruby rogues it became a whole lot more about um the relationships right so i wanted the relationships with people in the community and it wasn't about status anymore and it wasn't it was still about learning but it really wasn't about the status it was about making those connections and you know, opening those opportunities for myself because I was still early-ish in my career, right? And then as things have gone on further at this point, now it's about impact, right? And so I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know, how do I help more people? How do I make more of an impact? How do I reach um, more people and give them more of the tools they need in order to be successful, right? And and it's a whole lot less about those other things, right? I mean, I wanna make a living at it too, but as long as I can do both of those things, you know, I'm, I'm happy, right? And so it doesn't have to be this noble thing, right? Uh, I think people sometimes pick the reasons that they think people want, want them to pick, right? But it doesn't have to be, right? It can be, I want to sell more courses and make more money. And that's totally fine, right? As long as you're putting stuff out there that's going to help people and help them identify what you offer as what they need, it's, it's good, right? I mean, don't lie to them, but other than that, you know, you're still helping people. You're still making that impact and that, that, you know, so, so that fulfills my end of things, right? So think about that, right? The other thing that I tell people is sit down and draw out a three-year plan. So this is, this is one of the more specific strategies, I guess, but, you know, where do you want to be, um, financially where do you want to be personally where do you want to be professionally where do you want to be relationship you know where do you want to be spiritually right and then sit down and figure out how you're going to get there right you know well if i if i'm going to be at this place spiritually then i need to start doing these things and stop doing those things right if i'm going to be in this place professionally then i need to start doing these things and stop doing those things i need to build relationships with these people i need to I need to participate more in these kinds of communities. I need to go um, learn more about these particular technologies, right? I need to gain these soft skills, right? So you can you can start to figure that out, right? So then you start making short-term plans for how you do that, right? So then the next step that I, I put people through, once you know what you want, is you decide what kind of medium you want to work in, right? So some people like talking is just not their thing right it's just like you want me to talk into a mic in front of a computer by myself for an hour right you don't have to right you can do a 20 minute show or a 15 minute show or a half hour show right um or maybe just talking into a microphone in front of your computer just doesn't do it for you, right? Or maybe you just need to see yourself on there, right? You need the video so you can go, oh, I get it, right? I I you know, I like I like seeing myself, right? Or I like I, I like doing it knowing that other people are going to, you know, be able not only to hear my voice, but to actually see me and identify me as a, as a human being, right? Or maybe just the idea of talking in front of a camera or microphone just absolutely is terrifying or just is a major turnoff for you so you can do blogging right and you can go write a blog right um and so you know figure out what medium you want and then the next thing that i have people do is actually figure out who it is they need to be following that they can borrow influence from and who also is talking about the kinds of stuff that you need to be talking about right so for example um, I use the dream 100. It comes out of, um, expert secrets, right? And, uh, he talks about the dream 100. And so you, you make this dream 100, but then I go follow all of them. Right. And then when I can browse through Twitter, I can browse through Facebook. I can go look what's being posted to the groups that I'm a part of. And, you know, I can listen to podcasts. I can see when an author is releasing a new book, right? All these people I can go and I can say, oh, they're talking about this thing. And, and this thing is something that I need to talk about. Now, they've covered like this aspect of it, but there's this whole shading over here that they didn't even go to, right? And so I can say, hey, influencer A, so maybe it's Kent C. Dodds, right? Like I said, he's a friend of mine. He lives here in Utah. I should go see if he wants to do lunch again sometime. Anyway, right? So I could reach out to Kent. I could, you know, i could say, oh, okay, you know, Kent uh, wrote a blog post about this thing, right? And... I see all these applications that kind of take it a step further, right? And so I get on my podcast and I say, you know what, Kent wrote this great article. And maybe I get Kent on my show, right? And I go, you know, this this is terrific. So here's five minutes of kind of the basics. And then, um, okay, now that we understand the concept, here's where I'm seeing the real potential, right? So then you start talking about the application of the thing, right? Or like this Christmas, Ruby 3 was released, right? So Ruby Rogues, we've been trying to get an episode together about it for a month. And, you know, that is pretty timely. I mean, people care, right? Um, there's a new version of Rails coming out soon. Rails 6.1 or 6.2. I think 6.2 is coming out soon, right? So we can talk about that. There are some newer frameworks within Rails. And by newer, I mean, they weren't originally in Rails. You know, They've been around for a year or two that people still haven't taken advantage of, right? And so, you know, we talk about that. You know, so you get the idea, right? So I'm I'm paying attention to all these things. I'm seeing what questions people are asking in Facebook groups, uh see what things people are writing about or asking about on LinkedIn, um watching Twitter and seeing what people are talking about there. Um, you know, if Scott Hanselman's on TikTok and there are a bunch of other programmer people on TikTok, I could go see what they're doing there, right? And I can expand on their stuff. Or maybe I just go, you know what? Um, they covered this. I had to watch it three times before I understood it. So let me explain what I learned, right? And so you're covering the exact same thing. You're just um, simplifying some of it, right? But but it's timely. It's interesting. It's it's stuff that people are really consuming, you know? And a lot of times you can actually see how many people are watching it or listening to it or reading it or uh, commenting on it or things like that, right? And So it gives you an idea of how popular it is. And then you can piggyback off of it. But the other thing is, is like if Scott Hanselman does a TikTok video that I want to talk about, I can invite him on, and the people that follow Scott are going to be willing to come, you know, come listen to me, and maybe some of them will stick around. So, anyway, you 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 get the idea that I mean that's that's kind of the the, the connection there, right? And so then you start borrowing influence, right? Because you, you post your podcast episode and you say, hey, I talked about Kent C. Dodd's um, blog post in this in this uh, podcast episode, right? And so then Kent listens to it and he likes it, so he shares it, right? So he shares his influence or you get him on the show and he shares his influence, right? But it's, he shares his influence because you're building his influence, right? You're building his brand too, right? And so it's a win-win again. And so you, you go do that, but you do that off of the Dream 100. So once you have that going, uh, you kind of have your, your finger on the pulse of the, you have your finger on the pulse of the community and what's going on there and what people are thinking about and stuff like that, then you, you you know, you can kind of pull ahead into, okay, you know, how do I turn this into other forms of influence, right? So how do I uh, get to conferences, right? So one of the things that happened a few years ago is that I connected with, the guys from .NET Rocks. And a few years later, they invited uh, two of the podcasts from devchat.tv. I was a host on both at the time to come and do podcast episodes with Microsoft experts at Microsoft Build. So they they footed the bill. They flew us to San Francisco. They put us up in a hotel. Meals were provided at the conference, right? And so all we had to do was be there and record, right? So that was a win-win. Microsoft was happy with the content we put out. We were happy to have the content that we put out. And so, you know, and we were happy with it. So it was a win-win. Hey folks, if you love this podcast and would like to support the show, or if you wish you could listen without the sponsorship messages, then you're in luck. We're setting up new premium podcast feeds where you can get all of the episodes released after Christmas, 2020 without the ads signing up will help us pay for editing and production. And you can go sign up at devchat.tv slash premium. And, you know so so those opportunities or maybe you become well known enough to where you can actually submit talks to conferences and they'll accept them partially because they know that you will draw people to the conference but also then you get up and you get up in front of more people and you have more influence or maybe you start an open source project uh, I remember when Ryan Bates that did Rails casts i haven't talked to Ryan in years he kind of disappeared from the rails community a few years ago but anyway He started a project called CanCan, right? And so he, you know, he built Influence doing videos, but he extended it by doing open source, right? And so you've got all these opportunities that you can kind of pile into there to grow your Influence. But then if you become well-known enough or you have enough of the right content out there, then you decide, you know what? I really want to go be part of the Angular core team or I really want to go and be part of this other group you know i want to go and work at a company of such and such a size it's going to pay me such and such a money right and you you can start looking for those opportunities and now you might actually get interviewed by somebody who knows who you are or as happened with my i think it was my second job as as a developer i got laid off uh went home told my wife applied to a bunch of jobs online got a call went in for the interview and uh, you know, we did the interview. The guy went and checked out a couple of my videos while I was driving home, called me up 10 minutes after I had left and offered me the job, and I started the next day, right? Um, and I've told that story before. But you know, that that happens and your content, you know opens up those opportunities there, right? It's like clearly this person is driven to learn, driven to grow. And so you can create these opportunities out of the influence. But the other thing is, is you can start to get this idea too of what kind of a community you want to create. And you have much, much more uh, push on the community when you have that level of influence than if you're just an individual uh, that's part of the community. I mean, overall, the community's culture and direction is driven by those individuals, but you can influence it a great deal, right? So if you want to create the kind of community that that I've talked about where it's like, Hey, you know, everybody's pulling for everybody. Right. We're not, we're not bullying anybody. We're not kicking anybody out We're, we're, you know, we're, you know, or if we are, we're kicking them out because they are legitimately corrosive to helping everybody out, blah, 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 blah. Right. Then, then that's what we're after. Right. That's what we're going to do. And so you, you can have that influence, you know, you can talk to people and find out what they need and put that content in your show and, and, kind of emulate that for people and stuff like that. And so at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a net positive for everybody in the community if you're willing to do this. And like I said, you know, you could wind up selling courses, you can wind up in the job you want that pays you a lot of money. You know, you can wind up working in a job where they essentially pay you to explore a lot of this stuff. Um, I see that with some of these influencers like John Papa, who works as a developer evangelist for Microsoft, Right. His job is essentially to show people how to use Azure, Microsoft Azure. And so he fiddles with Vue.js and shows you how to use it with Azure, right? Or just how to use Vue.js, you know? And so he uses his influence in that way because his employer pays him to, right? Or you've got other people that, you know, like I said, they build a course or they build a movement or they build a community and monetize it that way, right? And so then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, folks, well, I'm going on a trip with my family for the next two weeks. And so I'm going to get these other influencers who I trust, right, who, who you would want to hear from anyway, right, to fill in for me for the next two weeks, right. So I've given, you know, my team is going to enable this other person to do it, right. And, And that's anyway, it just opens up so many opportunities. But yeah so you create your content then you promote your content you build relationships right so these are the other big broad strokes cuz i'm running out of time but you build the relationships you you know you expand your reach into other areas and ultimately drive people back to the kind of community that you want to create in the first place and and that's that's it that's that's the process that's the framework and like i said you know i've got I've got frameworks for all this stuff, and I'm working on documenting it right now. So, if you want to talk about how you can do this, right? I want you to go to devchat.tv/slash next level, and, and like I said, just think of it as a 20 minute to half hour coaching call, and we'll walk through what you want to do. We'll we'll talk about how you can get started, and then once I'm ready to actually start taking money and doing the coaching and having you a mastermind a mastermind group with, you know, probably ten to 12, or 10 or eleven other influencers that are starting out or maybe not starting out Uh, you know if if somebody's experienced i'd like them in there too right because we can help them increase their influence but then we're going to talk about it every week right we're going to help each other and and kind of um, build that collaborative smaller community where we all know each other well know what we're trying to do and know what we're trying to build and we can help each other get there right because once I understand what you're doing and what you're good at, and you understand what I'm doing, and what I'm good at, then I can bring you onto my channel and have you help my audience. And you can bring me onto your channel and have me help your audience, right? Or maybe you're gonna run into a, a, a situation that I've already encountered. And so I'll be like, well, here's what you wanna do, right? Here's, here's how I solved it. And then you don't spend two months trying to figure out how to do it like I did. You spend a week doing the work and then you're done right and that that's what the power of this is that's what the power of this mastermind is and that's really what I want to create but if you just want one-on-one coaching um, we can probably set that up too but like I said on these calls I'm not going to pitch any of that um, I just want to figure out where you're at and then once I think I have something that will help you then I'll come back and I'll say hey this is what I'm putting together do you want to be a part of it right and and then we can kind of talk about from there how that all works so anyway devchat.tv slash next level and I'm looking forward to talking to you Max out, everybody. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit dot to learn more.